This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Storming in the party like his name is El Nino, it's Mitch Doyle. G'day everybody. And hanging out drinking in the back of an El Camino. Nick Canton, hello. That's my favourite thing to do. It is. You are no, They say there's that Nick Anthony glass footy and El Caminos. Well, drinking, spe- specifically <laughs> drinking in the back of El Caminos. How do you feel about I, I do not care to drive. How do, you feel about the, how do you feel about the film El Camino? I've never seen it. <laughs> I've, I've seen, I've only seen, kidding. I've only seen two episodes of Breaking Bad, bro. Oh, that's embarrassing for everyone involved. I know. It's a, t- a tough start to the show. <laughs> it's okay. But uh, it's only going to get tougher because Matt Coleman's here. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> there he goes. Called off the bench. The uh, wearing jersey 21. He's yeah. come out of the nook and he's feeling just fine. <laughs> he's, so, um, he's oh, good. Speaking of driving movies, uh, Baby Driver. Great movie. As you said, saw that last week. Good movie. Could not concentrate for the rest of it after they have that revelation that's like, oh, there's no songs with the name Deborah oh, in it. He's such a specifically Matt Coleman. I know. Song, and it's bro. like, you this this go go. Two thousand? I literally was distracted for the rest of the 90 minutes. It's true. Get past it. Terrible. Get him out of here. So uh, anyway, and, so if and, Dale and Roots... with that, we will, we will bid a fond farewell Matt <laughs> exactly. as he retreats back to non <laughs> Yeah. So Dale Roots had an uprising to begin or something. He yeah. left... <laughs> And he said uh, something so about a statue in Hyde Park. There was some means of production that had to be seized. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And so he, there, he's was, uh, so there was something about, uh, you know, I wasn't being paid for his labour. That was or, it. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Something, uh, like something that. about the workers of the world uniting because they had nothing to lose but their something. But I can't remember. The needs he, spoke of, of, he spoke very quickly. But the needs of the many, which is the listeners, will be met by the few, which is us that still yes. remain. Now, All takes remain equal. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but some are more equal than each, others. Each according to his takes as is each according to his means yeah. exactly so um yeah dale's gone you'll hear this before the, when dale reappears but who cares <laughs> time is if you've seen the last chris nolan movie nothing matters about fucking timelines okay <laughs> timelines don't matter don't everything's backwards time. everything's forwards i feel like there's a real chaotic energy to this part already, which i absolutely yeah. love yeah but that's it you just uh, listen to us we tell you time doesn't matter what happened i feel happened. like time okay. travel the time travel genre peaked in that future armor episode and it's only been downhill ever since. Well, I would say that the peak ran from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure to that future armor episode. Also Back to the Future, obviously. But of course. But yeah. what ab- what about Looper? It's a good movie. Looper? Predestination when you I'm about to spoil that movie. Right, 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 right. I said Johnson. I'm back on I am I am back on Ryan Johnson, so no, yeah. dude, Knives Out rules incredible. That's why I said I'm back on. How have, how have you not done a pod where you're all just talking in Benoit Blanc voice? Might I time? inquire? <laughs> There's Actually, whole... can we change question time to might I might inquire? Might I inquire? <laughs> so I think we can. All right, we can and we will. Uh, Three glasses. But <laughs> definitely uh, pro every movie Daniel Craig's ever in now. That is the voice he has to do. I want I want Kentucky Fried Bond. So do I. I want it, bro. Well, I want the next Star Wars trilogy to be about him in space, oh, a space detective. Space detective. <laughs> He's just a space <laughs> farmer in the south of space. Just with <laughs> that accent. <laughs> with that accent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Questions. Let's answer some of these goddamn. How questions. many questions did we get about Daniel Craig? Not uh, enough. No. That we can. Well, he can submit one from over there. Con man can on uh, the old Patreon. Uh, get out to Daniel if he's if he's listening as well. Big fan. He works. Big supporter of the show. Big supporter of the show. Uh, so anyway, we'll go. Over yes. Do you know Casino Royale? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. We're gonna hammer me with questions. So, uh, question overtime, <laughs> question overtime, question time over on Patreon. This is done this well. Is, this is a shambles. This. This, this is a shambles. This is what people pay for. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash rookies to support the lads. 
first question from uh, Rowan Edwards says, what players pass your eye test, but their stats never back it up? Oh, and, my God. And Aiden what players Caesar. pump out num- numbers but look terrible doing it? Well, the first one's Aiden Caesar. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll never give up. Neither. I'll never give up. He could be 35 playing A grade for uh, East Hills. East Hills what? Bulldogs. Bulldogs. East Hills Bulldogs. I'm still all in. Shout at out all, Smith Park. What a place. At all costs and at all times. A guy that's good stats but play bad, that's Balsa Woods. Balsa yeah, I was going to say, Woods. Aaron Woods, Jared Wallace, um, your Tomlin. man Paddy Carrigan's Paddy getting Carrigan's Jared, a new that one. Was, that was the one that I was going to bring up. Jared Wallace has been good the last couple of weeks. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Paddy He's Carrigan been playing well sucks. the last few weeks. Paddy Carrigan, But if we had to, if, I'm going to challenge you with that question and we have to branch outside uh, lumbering props, but lumbering forwards. How dare you ask me to branch Sorry, outside I apologize. Uh, Alex props. Johnston. You asked for that. Wow. You asked for that. Wait, which I'm not being the stat like, is he scored is too many tries. <laughs> the only stat he stands out on is tries scored, yes. which is the most important stat. Well, according so to you, shut stat up, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine caring about stats. Couldn't be me. Couldn't, Couldn't be me. me. Tell you what, I can't, the stat I care about the scoreboard. The score, oh yeah. And the scoreboard says Alex Johnston lots of tries. Everyone else not as many tries. Fewer tries. Yeah, fewer tries. <laughs> But there you go, cop that stat fraud. Yeah, uh, I, I was. I, I was, I was so gonna, like Patrick Harrigan yeah. was the one that first came to mind because mainly every single Channel Nine Broncos game that you get, it's, oh, mate. Well, you it's so uh, let's 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 talk to the winning player, and it's like you know someone oh, who's the, the, the VB scored seven tries, index, and it's like whatever. oh let's talk to the VB hardworking index, whatever, and it's fucking Patrick Carrigan every week, and, and the Payne Haas at one time, well, <laughs> and probably, but. Again, and like we've had this chat multiple times, where it's like you know Patrick Carrigan like has stats, but the other ninety five percent of the time he's he's doing nothing. I mean, and he, he, a lot of and lot of he, lot of empty calorie numbers. I mean, good players <laughs> their stat sheet don't f- shock you at full time. You never will log on to NRL.com after watching Tamala play and go, "Wow, he had twenty runs." Yeah. You know, you do it, Paddy Carrigan, because you didn't notice fifteen of them. Yeah, you're like shit. He had twenty carries and forty tackles. Where'd they come from? Yeah, and, but, and there's like you know, you can have seven missed tackles and have a yeah. have a bad game, but you can also have zero missed missed tackles because he didn't get it. Darry Boyd, you didn't get near enough didn't to miss make a tackle of until Brett Morris scored. For the former category, so bad yeah. stats, good play. Elliot Whitehead's a really good example. Yes, like, he's someone he could maybe have like seven runs for forty two meters, but if you watch the game, like he does a lot of stuff. Off the ball and that that doesn't really get on the stat sheet, but makes a big difference. Yeah. You know what I mean. And a bad stats, bad player, Jared Croker, this year. Mm. And that's there. it from me. It was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was nice to be here. Uh, one that I was it was shocked. always a pleasure. Coleman, Bungers, I love you, Mitch. Uh, no, I despise so you in ways you can't even imagine. <laughs> one that I was shocked to find that far up the try scoring list is Kyle Felt as well, who has been a little bit catch and fall merchant for a while, but <laughs> <Get him. laughs> but again, like could, could not be my favourite try scoring winner. <laughs> no, but he's, he, he's been terrible this season. And like, you know, if you just look at who the top five are, yeah, then you probably think that he's been. Well, it's AJ, the Sasa man, and I don't care about the rest. So. Are we yeah. having a separate Sasa Man podcast? That's happening. Well, what we're finding out now is that tries don't matter. That's like literally the last frontier for like the nerds taking over this sport. It's like literally you. saying the score doesn't matter. <laughs> tries are try, 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 Tries don't matter, but you know X tries. Hasn't that mattered in baseball? It's like, oh yeah, dingers don't matter, but on base percentage, bro. That's my shit. I feel like yeah. for 2020, I might go with scoreline doesn't matter. You, you know what? This is the year it's going gonna, it's gonna to take off. Uh, actually... 
Uh, you got to look at the tries they didn't <laughs> yeah. idiots. I know the Broncos have lost by an average of 31 points per game, but by expected points, they've only lost by 23 points per game. So they're not that bad. Vindication for, t- for Tony Seabold. Uh, next question, Bird Andrews. The rise of Tom Starling for the Raiders. Vindication of Peter Vlandis' determined efforts to bring back the little man? Or just more evidence that Nathan Brown knows as much about coaching first graders as Mal Meninga knew about politics? I'll let um. Those I'll are let... two options. <laughs> That's a good I, question. I love it. It's an extremely loaded two-option answer. <laughs> it's I great. Like both the answers. Yeah. Uh, look, Campo, you're the, well, the Raiders there's no, man. There's no need to bring back the little man because the little man's back, and it's Tom Starling, brothers. Is. Bow down. Ant, Ant Man's here, and he's doing there it. There we baby. go. <laughs> but, uh, and the other one, yeah. Look, there. You know, the master recruiter Nathan Brown's never got much love on this podcast, but. His failings are almost ignored in the recruitment department. He gets he gets the ticks in his boxes for Kalen Ponga and Pierce and Clemmer, but everyone seems to ignore the rest of his portfolio, which is dreadful shit like that. Well, I mean, because that's, that's, some real, a, that's, a, that's some real money ball shit as well, signing Kalen Ponga, yeah. who is just like the most hyped <laughs> junior. But they need, they need a hooker for like five years. Starling, Starling's a good example, because Starling was up, was up at the Knights. He ended up getting a game late in the season. One of those years, they were terrible. Played one mm. game. And then after that, he went up to he was gonna he was planning to go up to Queensland to play for Burley, and he thought like he was just going to be a career Queensland Cup guy. Like he he thought that was his future. He ended up getting a run at Canberra because his best mates with Hudson Young, and Hudson Young sort of said to him, "Look, bring him down. He won't let you down. Like even if it's just for a train and trial." So he come down in the eighteen nineteen off season on a train and trial. Ended up getting a development deal. Played three games last year. Ended up getting a top thirty deal this year as their backup hooker. And look at him now. Now he's a consistent starter in the NRL. I think he's shown that he can play at this level. And he's, he's one of the real success stories of this season. And uh, he's the best. And I love him very much. Hmm. Great question, Bert. Good stuff, Bert. <laughs> okay, next question. Any more Still Bert's in the world, bro? Well, I like... Well, yeah. Because it always just reminds me of Bert from Sesame Street. And I like that. Okay, nerd. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. You, no, and, your, you <laughs> and your learning at yeah. preschool. <laughs> clown. Yeah, the, the fat cats down at Big Sesame yeah. Street. The bird of my life was Rabs. I died of rugby league as a job. <laughs> Who was Ernie? The, the only ABCs I knew were T-R-Y. That's right. <laughs> okay. okay. Is that, famously, you can only count to 17. Okay. <laughs> well, famously, we can only count to 12. It's the of the Pointer Sisters. One, two, three, four, five, oh, yeah, six, strong. seven, eight, nine, ten. Come on, come on, singing oh, already. This is, oh, this is this is terrible. This is, this is terrible. I need, okay, let's I, move along. I need the cans of tenants lager or a mistake. Paddy <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence says, with news of Chris Lawrence retiring, oh, his brother. Can Campo give us his greatest ever St. George Gregory? Sorry, St. Gregory, St. George, St. Gregory schoolboy side. You can't name. You can name thirteen, can you, St. Gregory? Oh, off the top, off the top of my head, maybe. So Teddy's fullback. Um, Mick Potter's one wing, Matt Sears is the other wing. The two centres are left to be Russell Richardson and Chris Lawrence. He the says maybe as he names the entire greatest <laughs> yeah. side ever. The 5 ace Trent Barrett, the halfback's Jason Taylor. One prop forward is Tim Sheens. No, sorry, one prop forward is Jack Gibson. Hooker has to be Simon Benetti, who won a comp with the Roosters in the early 2000s. The other prop, I'm eyeballing this, man. This is tough. But, uh, oh, back- just, I'm just spat out. 13 consecutive I'll come back. I'll come, 35 I'll, seconds, I'll, I'll, I'll come back. I've never given this any thought in my life ever. I'll come back to the other prop. The back row The back row is a real strength of this team. Bo Scott, Ryan Hoffman, Jack DeBellin. And then probably on the bench, you've got to fit McKinnon in there somewhere. You've got to fit Jack Stockwell in there somewhere. 
But the problem that's, is that's the best. Do, that's the best. That's the best I can do off the top of my head. You can ask the thirteen. You pro- you face the challenge of fitting too many players. I'm proud of you. And Camden, eighteenth man. Oh, you'd, you'd love to see it, wouldn't you? And then Trent Robbo was coach. Trent Robbo, a Camden man, often overlooked. Huh. Now, uh, this user named Raiders with twelve men in the prelim. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's Dave. <laughs> it's not. I love you, Dave. Uh, it's the other man you refuse to give love to, Jack Cronin. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Jack knows I love him. Jack yeah, knows I love Camden, him. Big Camden, a pleasure. Next year, the Raiders have Ryan James coming as well as CSOLIA. Soliola. God, I'm going terrible. What's today. happened to you? I don't know. I had a concussion. Josh Hodgson, Corey the Red Horse Horsburgh, and Emray the Ottoman Empire Gula returning from injury. With the emergence of Tom, Damien Cook, Starling, Damien Cook Plus. Why have Starling. you allowed this? Why are you answering this? Four hour question. Excuse me. <laughs> let him answer. The, let him ask the question. I've always respected the fans. <laughs> Listen, anyway, Saliva, the king of Tonga Havili, as a pitch middle and a surprising yet welcome improvement of Nami Louie. That's where he cuts short. <laughs> Nami Louie, okay. That's a deep cut. That's one for the, that's one for the real Louie. Who gets the there. forward spots on the Raiders 7A next year? Jesus. <laughs> You didn't need the names. You just needed the last, the last sentence. Of I'm that. not asking. I don't know. Big, big fan them. of the names in the middle of the I names. Would, I would it's... like it if James turned out to be a starter, but of course they don't know what they're getting with him because he's had those bad knee injuries the last couple of years. But I don't know. It really depends what they what, what they want to get out of Sia because I know they're keen to re-sign him, but he is really getting on in years. I think he's still pretty capable of playing big minutes, but a lot of moving parts to that one, Jack. But what a handsome question. <laughs> there really he is. Uh, M asked in the pantheon of great NRL fan signs, <laughs> which sign is the greatest of them all? And she says we can't use GST. Oh well, then it's obviously push it up! <laughs> exclamation mark! Manly! <laughs> exclamation mark! <laughs> or well, was... and an, an honourable mention to that Roosters fan that has the sign with Quagmire. <laughs> giggity giggity! <laughs> the guy thought I night football for ten years. <laughs> Terrible. Like, obviously, Great St. George team is the standout winner by this, mile. This, but this, mo- this might not, <laughs> push ca- it this up might not count because it was for an under-20s game, but I'm going to say it because it's yeah, 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 this is anyway. Good. So it was in 2017 when Manly had a, a good 20s side that made it to the grand final and they played in the prelim against Parramatta. And there was <laughs> Cade Cusp was on the team Cuss. playing 5-8 and someone had a sign. I swear to God, it's out there. I think um, I think Eden Richards got me onto it. I think he, he, he chucked up a photo of it and it just said, Cade Cuss, your mum's hot. I love it. Got him. <laughs> I swear, that's, that sign is out there, I'm telling you. I want people to start just bringing wrestling signs that have no rugby league context to rugby league games. I just need a guy in the crowd with an Austin 316 sign. Why aren't you that guy? I don't know. It's just the one that says Kane. Just <laughs> hold it up. <laughs> well, no, let's go on, let's go on Warriors. As yeah. the king, I mean, we all know Warriors. the big willy great tongue was always... That was yeah, always that's great. tough to beat. That's tough but, to uh, beat. But yeah, let's go on Warriors is, is right up there for me. What I well. always liked is when Mick Wayman was playing for the Raiders and it was get out of his way, man. That yeah, was good so too. That's good. good gear. But let's go on Warriors is the best because it became a thing. It's the gold yeah. standard. Yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, Manly are always like rocks and diamonds with this because like there's obviously push it up Manly. What does that like, I went even to my mean? high school. He went to my high school. I don't know what it means. That's a it's deep doesn't cut for he, later. Like you told me once, doesn't he introduce himself as? Oh yeah, I'm the push I, it up I, Manly I'm the guy. There's there was I, also I might have like made a, that I'm pro it. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like something you would definitely make up. Yeah. No <laughs> one would do that. Carson Carson was a house of lies. It was. There's Built also a weird Cherry Evans one, which is like just like a. Cherry ripe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Better. yeah. I mean, yeah. cherries are touching you to make a pun about. So you've got uh, a cherry yeah. ripe. Way. But, you can't, you but, know. but for mine, it, like you know, this is an, another manly one, which was like, and I, I think this still holds up. Which was like, I heart. This is when they had Chris Hicks 
and Stephen Menzies. So the sign was I heart C dot Hicks Beaver. So the sign in question was I love Chicks Beaver. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for explaining now that. Now if you mix in cherry there, there somewhere, yeah, yeah, what's going on? And honorable mention to my guys at the Knights who had the URTA party sign for a while. That no, was that was a, good. That I was liked good. that. That was, that, was, that was good, clean fun for the whole family. Not like oh, you've Coleman smut. Coleman. Also from the Knights, you had the what's the. Dean gay guy that is like we're oh, yeah. both <laughs> score a tra- <laughs> score a try for believe. Queensland I can't, Dean, believe, I can't believe we got to this point and we haven't had no because great game Rick how did Wayne do <laughs> because no because we're getting because we're talking about we were trying to talk about good signs that was the best sign the that was de- a great no, sign the Dean gay guy pretend it's origin with his first and last names both spelled incorrectly <laughs> I, no, was dude, incredibly I remember, good I remember the one I remember the one um, so in 2011 when South played the yes, Knights yes this is my favourite one can I tell this of course. Thank you. So, um, the new car- there was a thing that got memed into existence via the League Unlimited forums, and it was basically South. like non non South fans started saying "LOL at South." Like South. I don't know why, but it just became a thing. And so a Knights fan brought a sign that said that to a game, and it was the game in round uh, round twenty six of two thousand eleven where it was basically the winner makes the finals, and Newcastle smashed South, and that sign got on TV. LOL South, ha ha ha! Isn't that funny? For the eight years after that, <laughs> South beat Newcastle every single time, no, and the average margin was thirty-five points. No, but it's fu- it's funny because that's like a it's like a prehistoric instance of NRL Twitter getting yes, out into the real world. It was. You know what I mean? Like, and then they just it was like it was the big. Yeah. It was but the that's big, the thing. Like, it was they, the big bang. Well, they, well that was Newcastle, viral before Newcastle, even like NRL Twitter. Yeah, was the thing. yeah, yeah, Newcastle, had, yeah. Newcastle had that sign blow up in their face, and they had the great game Rick sign blow up in their face. God, they were both incredible. Like Newcastle fans should just not make signs antagonizing other teams because it usually Dis- ends in said team having like a ten-year winning streak. Disagree. I think Knights fans should have more signs. They're oh no, more signs, but just don't antagonize. Don't antagonize other teams because it ends poorly. Cowards, do it again. Do it again. Okay, next question. Warwick Hearn. When is Campo sending her Patreon for his late night text of rugby league gold? I haven't sent one in a while. You eh? sent we... me the lyrics to Casino Royale last night. Yeah, that wasn't that late. Though. That wasn't it was rugby three league in the morning. <laughs> did, did he change it, it to rugby league Casino Royale? It wasn't that late? No, nah, well, it's 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 a bit hard because things He's have gone shut cold down turkey. And all that, but no, nah, well, I haven't actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, on the on the late night text, yeah. Nah, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. I don't know. Just uh, my, my haven't uh, had me fastball for a while. It'll happen. It'll, It'll come happen. back once once the summer starts. Warm at night. It'll happen. Yeah, that's it. Good. We'll you can, you can have it. Like, Warwick, send me money. I'll do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question from Liam. Is free pizza a suitable alternative to actual money to sponsor rugby league? Oh, I wasn't this a disgrace. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The thing was, I they, went, Super now. they went through this a, a few years ago. Like with I think it was, it was truck a company, trucking yeah. company or something. And we free did these trucks. We did <laughs> trucks for the boys. We did this whole thing and we had this whole conversation. Why doesn't rugby league value itself more highly? We did this entire thing and now we're doing it again. I think our good friend George Clark, like he said, it's just the most tin pot shit in the world. And it really, really is. Like, come on, man. Have some self-respect. You can't give it away. You can't give it away, man. What if they gave every player a truck full of pizza? Or a pizza... Made of trucks. trucks. I thought the best part of the whole thing was the press release when Papa John's are like, "We'll keep delivering fresh hot pizza for the players post game." Like, oh, good on yeah. you. But as you said, that was so. The last one was Stobart Trucks or yeah. something, bro. Fucking free, free, free pizzas. That's a country footy deal. Like they they they're handing that out in Group Six mm. right That's now. That's like proper bro, under so six shit. soccer's Macca's certificate after the game. Area. Oh, they were they were the best. But bro, yeah, let's go. let's not pretend that the NRL is like. 
above all of this because there have been some fucking shit. Yeah, but, yes, yes, but none of them were like for free. None of them, none of them, none of them were, none of them were for, none well, of them were Firepower was for free because they didn't pay. Well, that's well, true. Go, but anyways. Well, no, but they said they would. <laughs> and at well, the end of the day, often. is that a crime? Yes, it is. It's called fraud. But that's another... <laughs> but it's not a Super League of Gordon. They'll never know the simple joys of a monkey knife fight. They've done the 14-day free trial thing and they have to opt out next year, essentially. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, oh, so the Stubart one... Or Stubart one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My so favourite one I can remember in an Australian competition is the A... Like, obviously, you know, NRL's got the $1,000 man of the match or whatever. The A-League used to give... The Cool Ridge was the sponsor. And they used to give the player a, a year supply of water. <laughs> that was the man of the match price. I love it. That's amazing. Uh, so, the Stobart one was... This is great because it's a renowned nationwide transportation distribution company. He's not paid any cash to secure the naming rights. But will instead freely advertise the game on... 100 of its 2,500 fleet of trucks. 100 like, of their 2,500 trucks. Only 100 trucks. They put the Super League banner. <laughs> why didn't we... Is that what why didn't we... So we could have asked for naming rights for the Super League. I was going to say, like, imagine, imagine if it's the Boom Rookie Super League. We would have mentioned the Super League on 100% of our podcast. How has Tenants Lager not sponsored the Super League? I don't How know. does that not happen? I love that. Yeah, 100 of the 2,500 strong fleet. That's so cruel. That, they went to the negotiation table, they got 100 trucks, and they walked away like... This is a great that deal. Is. Yeah, and but then, the, the wolf pack of the problem. Yeah, the wolf pack like, of the problem. That's like 4% of their trucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's not what you want. You want it on all the trucks. You want it on bulk trucks. Oh, God. And then, yeah, the Papa John's thing is ridiculous. Imagine being the executives walking back out of the mirror. Well, guys, we didn't get any money, <laughs> but 4% of the Eddie Stobart trucks are going <laughs> to have our ads we on. We got them. ads that, on the they, trucks. They said two, but we well, got hard <laughs> We pushed them up to we four. We pushed them up to four. They had to come back and go, we got an uh, ad on the trucks, and everyone's high-fiving. Well, look, <laughs> they wanted 2%. Not all the trucks. They wanted 2%, but we thought about that sign at Manly Games, and we <laughs> pushed it up Manly, so we got it up there. Oh, God. What a tin pot league. Oh, so I'm off him. I hate him so much after the Wolfpack thing in this now. Get it get it together, lads. Honestly, they lost Ben Roberts. They lost the Wolfpack. Now look at him. Now, here's a question from Matt Coleman. He says, <laughs> incredible <laughs> shit. Campo, Andrew Voss radio show. Go. Okay, okay so, so this is, yeah, so this is, this is, this is, this is an idea that me and Coleman cooked up the other night, right? So, Vossy is on um, SEN radio doing a sports show of the morning. Now, I'm not exactly sure when it starts, but it's pretty, pretty soon, right? And the greatest radio competition in the history of mankind is the Secret Sound. Yeah, I, I mean, breakfast radio like would fall apart if it wasn't for the Secret the Sound. Secret, the Secret Sound is the foundation upon which breakfast radio was built. So I reckon what Vossi should do is have his own version of the Secret Sound called the Mystery Match, where he plays a snippet of commentary from a game that he has done in the past, and you got to call in and say what game it's from. And if you get it right, you win untold riches now <laughs> do i think this is a good idea because i think i could win this possibly yes. possibly but also i think it would absolutely fucking slap i mean let's yeah. take it over it's sen I mean, the boys get, have you texted vossi yet hey have you texted Vossi? Well, with the this main idea? concern is i should, where, I, should call, I should call vossi right now and pitch this very idea <laughs> no, no, no we're gonna we're gonna go call and pitch our show with the idea <laughs> <laughs> get out of here, As, i mean i've been on sen many times so i we, we should actually do this let's get him involved yeah right i mate Mate, the 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 people station. I've been on there. I've been on there as well. You don't need me. You don't need me going on. Yeah, well, it. I've listened to it once. <laughs> you're a part of this, mate. We're a team. You're. If we get some radio show, you're coming on. Uh, only one Incredible. of you can go on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if we get some radio show, you're coming on. Some radio right, show. So after five, right, on, mate. We're, we're taking your idea. <laughs> anyway, next question, Harvey G. Mental note: Steal his idea. 
What are the what are the worst examples of botched premiership windows in the NRL era? I'm talking about teams which almost made it, e.g. teams which lost grand finals or lost a few prelims in a row. Parramatta in well, the I was early say, He's not talking about that, sorry. He's talking Para- about teams with premiership caliber roster. Sorry, yeah. he's talking about teams with caliber roster. Yeah, yeah. Parramatta in the early 2000s. No, he doesn't. He well, doesn't well, yeah, Parramatta's got a couple of them. And, and I, I think Parramatta the most, again in like... I think the most, yeah. agre- the most egregious one is probably Parramatta like 98 to 01. He doesn't want to include lost grand finals. He doesn't want to include doesn't lost grand finals. Oh, okay, well, okay. I, I, think, I think the Sharks... In the, are same, in the same window Are a good yeah, one yeah, Because yeah. the Sharks They I were minor premiers In 99 weren't they uh, they, they did lose the grand final In that period They were minor They no, didn't lose the grand final No they didn't They didn't No They, they did didn't. lose the grand final No they didn't The Sharks The 97 the grand final Was Newcastle versus Manly 97 grand final They lost that Newcastle versus Manly Neither of those teams Are called Cronulla Bungus, So anyway Bungus can you sort him out please Mate like, I mean I He was in that like, competition Who's he standing up for The Sharks he stands the up Sharks, for the World NR- Club Challenge. NRL era, I do Gus stand up for the World Gus Club Gould Challenge. Gus Gould's side of this NRL thing. era, so 99, they win the minor premiership. They play the Dragons in the prelim and they choke. Um, 2001, they make it to the prelim again. They play the Knights and they go down. And then 2002, like they have the this incredible winning streak yeah. in the back half of the season and lose to the Warriors in the yeah. prelim. I think they're, they're, probably the, they're probably the best example of, of recent times because they had some really good teams. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like some dudes... And it was the, the interesting part was... They had a lot of different good teams. Like that 2001 team, that was all based around uh, Preston, who won yep. the Dalian, yep. and Peachy. Like that was their two guys. 2002, they brought Noddy in. They shipped Preston out, and Noddy had a great, great year. 99, it was like Peachy. That was one of Peachy's first really great years. But like Mitch Healy had a great season. Guys like Brett Howland turned up and scored 20-odd tries. Matt Rogers was on the wing and just playing absolutely outstanding footy. Russell Richardson, who we mentioned yeah. before, played for Australia that year. So I think... The, those sharks are probably the best example. That's a great answer, purely because most of the other ones I can think of, they made a grand final at yeah. some point. Well, apart from like you know ninety five, ninety eight North Sydney Bears. Oh, oh that's well, yeah. And now I will read my thirty thousand <laughs> word Bears yarn aloud for all of you. A dramatic reading, if you will. Let's do it. No, well the, bear, oh, the bear, poor old Bears, the poor old Bears, man. They 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 copped it so many times in so many unique ways. It's almost it's incredible that they didn't at least make one given the different iterations of the team and how successful all those different iterations were. I, I can't go into it now because it's a long and complex story, but I think it's those bears or those sharks are the two best answers. Okay. Next question, our good friend Dave says, question for Campo. What is your favourite try scored in the 74th minute of the 2019 prelim between Just Raiders don't, and don't South? Don't even read it. If you could score a try in the 79th minute of the 2019 prelim against South, what would be the item number of players on the field? Well, look, Dave, that's a very handsome question. <laughs> Ask and the next question. You've got, to, you've got to consider all the elements in the equation. Like You've got to consider, for example... Who are you playing against? What's the situation of the game? What minute of the game is it? <laughs> exactly. Who's well, got the ball in hand? Exactly How many that. players do you have on the field? Like there's there's so many disparate elements to consider. But if I had to choose one try in the 75th minute of a 2019 prelim with 12 players on the field wow. to take with me on a desert island, <laughs> I would choose. Yeah, no, you know what? You know what? I would choose Josh Papali's <laughs> yeah, in the what's, 2019 prelim what's now, I, I, against I, I the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Canberra Raiders 16 defeats South Sydney 10. You know what, Mitch? Like, I mean, we hear we, we talked a lot just then about how free pizzas are the most tin pot thing you've ever heard. But I would argue that even more tin pot than that is fangirling constantly over a prelim final when you didn't even win the grand final the week after. But so that's prelim. just me. I, don't, I don't know. Bungers, bungers. Here's the thing. One, I don't care. Two. Did you guys ever hear about the time that Josh <laughs> yeah. Also, it's for free, like the ship. <laughs> Giving this one for free. Stormed <laughs> stop. Of Damien Cook in the 75th minute of the 2019 prelim, Canberra Raiders 16 defeats South City 10. Um, the, the most egregious 
part of that entire sequence at about the 74th slash 75th minute was not CS conceding a try that put him out of the game, was the woman in the row in front of us who was Oh, buying, that was so bad. Was that was so bad. I think that was... In fairness, Simon, I think that was... That was so that was, that was in front that. of that us at the game. I, it was early in the second half when the result was still very much in doubt and this woman sitting in front of us was buying grand The real miracle tickets. is that she even got through to the site because I didn't get phone reception until like... After we got like a kilometer from that's the ground, that was so that was sick. I loved that though. Like that yeah. was like an old. No, school but that's type that's deal. why I'm just. How, how did she even get on the website? I don't know. That's don't the crazy know. part. That's how strong the jinx was. They yeah. tried to chuck that on me. <sighs> wow. And now Dave, Shark, Bones, and Jack are all coming out of the other room <laughs> for a thorough reminisce. Okay, Justin Davies. In light of Violet Soho sponsoring a local Queensland side, well, mm. that's a thing. Yeah. Mm. Best band slash team combo for sponsorships. Oh, it's got to be the time that um, Cursor sponsored the Tigers, <laughs> and they they got they got Cursor is the sickest written across the front of their jerseys. <laughs> well, that's, that's got to be right. Like, up and not just like across the front of like the chest. It was done like from collarbone. To oh collarbone. yeah, it was ne- it was neck style. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, 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 as if it was like yeah around the neck. Um, well, clearly thirty odd foot of grunt should sponsor Souths. <laughs> I can't believe after Cinderella Man got a run that Toe Fog. We're never on the fun so of the South. Fog. Toe as, Fog as, as their the, die As the real fans know them. As the, as the real call. Um, well, no. Isn't, oh um, isn't the, the lead singer from Gang of Youths is a massive South fan, I think. So that yes, actually would make sense. Or do the, no, the one I want, I want one for doing a show at a Penrith game. Yeah, that's that'd be good. That's what I want, or I want Lissy at the Bronx. Western Corridor teams getting Lissy as their yeah. mascot. Give, give me, give me <laughs> Lissy and No Money Enterprises doing something on the Bronx. That'll get me there. It is run the ball, no. Actually, question. no. Actually, the one that fits the best, I think, is Nolsey sponsoring the Sharks. Oh yeah, that really doesn't line up, doesn't it? <laughs> oh god, <laughs> it is a very new thing and a very rare thing. But this whole like subculture of NRL rap. Is sick subculture. Like, it's, it's the main <laughs> sorry, culture. Sorry, main culture. All the culture. subculture of the <laughs> like it is. It is sensational that it's like made Aussie hip hop peak. It sucked, and then that, that's it. Well, you you know what they had to. Br- it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's yeah. It's your it's your yeah. take, Lee. Well, <laughs> I may have stolen it, but I can return it for you. For you. Butterfingers had to walk before one four could fly. Kind of <laughs> no, it's just like rugby league. It peaked when the Islanders came. Okay, in the nineties, the Islanders joined in the nineties in rugby league. They've joined Aussie rap. That's it. Actually, I can't believe we missed Snoop Dogg as well. Just only uh, sp- not noted Rabbitohs fans. Yeah, huge, note, well, noted no, bro, menu bro, guy. Bro, How weird is that? Snoop Dogg, Rabbitohs man, the RZA, Rabbitohs man. Wow. There you go. Don't you remember? Like before the 2018 prelim, the RZA from from Wu Tang tweeted, "Go Rabbitohs, running rugby." Like he he loved, like did Rusty. He? Yeah, Rusty got him onto him, bro. I knew he got. I knew he got Rusty, Rusty, onto it. Rusty, Rusty did that movie with him. These bloody glamour clubs, the man, mate. the man, the man with the iron fists. <laughs> I think, I think, I think it was called. Yeah. And Rusty started it, and RZA directed it and scored it. Oh. So they're like boys from way back. So there mate. you go. You got the, you got the, you got the clan, yep. and you got Death Row. How do you expect the grassroots battlers of the Risen Broncos to compete in the league when RZA is endorsing? <laughs> you, got the other clubs? you got Lissy, bro. I don't know if he's endorsing us. <laughs> you got you got Butterfingers and Powderfinger. Oh God, no idea. <laughs> oh, actually, an- another one for Souths. Uh, Joel Madden at the grand final wore a Souths jersey when Souths were not <laughs> playing. <laughs> What a flex from my guy. Wow. <laughs> Random Showing up being Joel Madden. Show, showing was, up for his team. A, oh my God. It, it was A Madden. A Madden. It was, wore, <laughs> the Madden. No, because it was, no, it, was, um, it was the Storm Bulldogs grand final. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And Good Charlotte was the band. 
And one of them wore a dog's jersey, but the other one wore a South's jersey. Uh, well, this is very tenuous, but bear with me. 09, right? Um, para play Melbourne. Danny Green's there in his para jersey. Roy Jones Jr., who he was fighting Isn't a month or so after. Perth? Yeah, but he goes for Para. Oh, okay, cool. Roy Jones Jr., who he was fighting a month a month or so after the grand final, turned up in a Storm jersey. And Roy Jones Jr. has the one of the all-time bangers can't be touched. Mm. They, I, I assume he still keeps up with the Storm results. <laughs> in, in between, in between fighting absolute bums in you, like you'd Russia like to think shit. so. You'd like you, to think so. You'd love to see it. Okay, Andy says Para mocked the reserve grade Manly side for getting owned by South, and their best side lost by a similar amount without even scoring. That's just it. Well, I mean, Parrot didn't mock say, That's a statement, not no, a question. No Next. one has enjoyed South's pantsing Parramatta more than Manly fans. They have actually celebrated it more than South's fans did, I think. Like, they are so happy that this happened. Okay. Harvey G said, should Brisbane pay freight on Milford descending to another club so that Titans can pay freight on Ash Taylor descending to Brisbane so that Tigers can pay freight on Mbai descending to the Gold Coast so the Gold Coast can pay freight on Tyrone Peachy descending to the Dragons so that the Dragons can pay freight on Corey Norman descending to the Super League? No. Next question. <laughs> I'm not that want Milford to go. Michael Murray, what are the duties of an assistant coach? I mean, that's a, that's a well, they, that question's they, like a longer piece of a string. They, they put the witches' hats out. They well, no, they think, fill up the water bottles. I think it, I think it depends on the assistant coach. Like yeah. I think it depends on the assistant coach. Like for example, I think um, Wayne's assistants at mm. Souths have a lot of very technical duties. I think. Wayne is very much almost of like an NFL uh, model where he's still the boss and he still runs everyone around. But the day-to-day stuff, running the training sessions and that, that's probably a lot more on uh, Demetrio and Hornby than it might be at other clubs. But then there's guys probably like... Um, what's, a, what's a good example? The, the main one that I think of is Royce Simmons for Tim Sheen's Tigers. He was like he was just the witch's hats carrier. Oh yeah, and Sheenzy and Sheenzy was, was just yeah. in the back room just cooking up set plays like a king. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think it really depends on on the it team does. and on the coaches and all that. I know that's a bullshit answer, but it's the truth though, mate. It's I think it's everywhere. correct one. Uh, and he says, do they assistants challenge head coaches or are they yes men? Well, again, that's different as well. Some clubs have yes men, some guys have challenges. Some of them have that weird falling out where the assistant knifes the head coach and they have to work together the whole time when he's doing it. Great, seeps. Yeah, <laughs> what? Well, he's also yeah. That's why he hired yes man because he got he knows what an assistant coach usually does and knifes a man above him. Why do assistants get hyped? Sorry, why do some assistants get hyped in the media when others don't? I mean, a lot of that's to do with relationships, right? I think a lot of that's to do with relationships. There are some guys who are assistants that don't have head coaching ambitions. Yeah, you know what I mean, which I absolutely respect and all that. Um, yeah, and some some guys want to push their name out there, and and, and some guys don't. You and know? I think so I think a part of it is when it's an ex player who's quite a well known name. Obviously, they'll get a bit more hype as well. Yeah, like absolutely. Trent Barrett is an assistant. Obviously, a lot of that was due to the fact that he's Trent Barrett. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But part of it as well is sometimes it's just on the job they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, ex being an ex player is is a big part of it. But Trent Barrett's gone to Penrith. He's taken over their attack, and they've yeah. You know what I mean? And he he he. Uh, Take, he reaps the benefit of that wave, you know? He does. And his last question is, why did uh, Fat Tony attend a press conference after you decided to step away? You know, air quotes. Has it happened before and what's the point? The, well, the point is he's, he's, uh, he, he wants to still work in footy. He still wants to get a gig. So he doesn't want it to look like he slunk away or that he got kicked out the door. Mm. Like, it's, it's, it's a public relations move. And I actually thought that he, ca- like, he came across well in that press conference. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that 
his reasons for the, the, the reasons behind his failure or value it or whatever. But I felt like as a PR exercise, that went as well as it could have. For know? him, Paul White was no, a disaster. Sorry, sorry yeah, four seats. Paul seeps, White was yes. a disaster in that press conference. The, the, yeah, the, the, the press is one thing, but what about like the, there was like that half hour photo shoot with him like looking glum like at Red Hill Same and stuff deal. like that. So that's no, that's a bit much. Well, no, yeah, it's the same. It's all about. It's all about. It's all about. It's all about managing the exit. Like yeah. the fall. The fall. The fall is part of the experience. You, like he. He wants to manage that as best he can because he wants another job in footy, and mm. that's that's how he does it. If he, like, just left and said, and you know, just fired stuff off through you know anonymous sources or whatever. Yeah, that's bur- that's that's burning that's burning bridges. He's he's too smart. He's too smart to do it that way. You know, but yeah. o- over under like what. Two weeks until he's on NRL three sixty. <laughs> I don't know about three sixty, no. bro. He, he he got slammed by a few boys on there. Uh, and his next question says, "Not sure if he's too late, but there's their contract obligations for teams to number their jerseys, one, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. Well, obligate? Yes, kind of. Like well, you mean as in teams name them the wrong way and then put them out the field a different way? Well, not really, but it's really hard for them to like not do that. Like, why would a team name their fullback at centre every week and then play him at fullback? But just do it once just to throw everyone off. I mean, I mean, Penrith were doing that for a while a couple of years. <laughs> if you remember, they named Peachy at, at centre and he played hooker for like five Tell weeks. What, I hated that. Let's, so put, let's put James in. That's got propped. I'll never see it coming. <laughs> when he, um, yeah. Don't think that it's limited to NRL as well because like, you know, famously in football and A-League and stuff like that, like, you know, you get some some coaches that put out, they put out the official team sheet an hour before the game and there's like some real funky formation. It's like, oh, I can't believe this guy... He's usually a defender. Is playing in the midfield, and this midfielder is playing in a fucking left back, and it's like some massive like team selection conspiracy. And, and then it's the like, starts. and then the game starts, and they're playing exactly where you think they're going to play. Yeah. Never talk to me about soccer again. Oh, well, there we go. United, Leeds. never. Uh, Unless it's Leeds United, who I love and would die for. Okay, I mean, good. I don't. I have no idea if they're contractually obliged to do it that way, but I'm sure it's encouraged to name them properly. But also, it's harder to not do it. They have a teamless naming process. It'd be really annoying to like just find a way to not do that every week. You're just making yourself do more work. Des would do that. I was going to say, yeah. if, I, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, like Des, Des, I feel like if there wasn't a rule that. against it, Des Hasler would oh, be doing Des it. Des yeah. definitely hates there being the 21 system because he used to love naming someone returning from injury. He never names a person who's going to play in the 17. Like Albert Hubbard, did not play in the 17. Remember when yeah. Brett Morris a few years ago, they snuck him back in the at, at the at the Bulldogs. They ruled him out for like a month and he played the weekend after. Yeah, and he's wearing 23, I yeah. think. Yeah. Des hates the fact that he has to name those guys, no doubt. Spring a surprise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm sure if, 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 <laughs> sure if, if Al Hobawadi was, was not on the team list and got to play today, Storm would have been shocked and lost by 30. Well, <laughs> it, ha- well it happened oh, earlier in the season with uh, Broncos and Corey Pakes. If you remember, there was like... Corey, Corey, Corey Pay. Corey Poir. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like, oh, we, we, you know, we're going to hide this guy on the bench and then oh, oh, yeah. we can't believe that Corey Pakes is playing hooker. And we're as like surprised as you. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> and Corey Pay barges over from Dunning Half. They never saw that coming. Final score, East 62, Brisbane 4. Yeah. <laughs> Pace to Pace patented. Last second magic. <laughs> yeah, it was great for us, the Broncos. But uh, but Dez does love that shit. And he would, he's definitely mad about it every week. I don't know. But anyway, next question. Manny P, for Campo, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm well, well, well mate. It's, 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 All it's, right, next question. No, it's good. It's good to hear from you. I hope you're. I hope you're doing good. Too, Long time, man. first time. And uh, two more patron questions. Liam says, "Is there any point in playing the last few rounds? Time for finals, in my opinion." Agreed. Agreed. No. Let's just let's just lock the ladder in as it is now. No, 
No, I need <laughs> as much footy as they're willing to give me. Why don't we just play the finals twice? Bro, <laughs> I'm into that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just two <laughs> final series? Yes. I'm into that. Yes, home and away on aggregate, but not actually home and away because <laughs> oh, we don't yes. have it home and away, but... Yes. Two-legged NRL finals. Oh, well, no, like, you guys idea. remember how shit it was when the footy... You, you guys know how shit it is when the footy's not on? Yeah, yes. it's called summer. Yeah. Just watch well, NFL. And it, it, it sucks, it, it, and, it sucks and I hate Wednesday. it. Yeah. No, it only... What? It's, it's called Monday it was especially Wednesday. It was especially bad like when it happened during COVID because we didn't have the NFL or the cricket to ease the pain. It's not as bad when the NFL's Okay, on. lads, let me tell you an idea. What if there was footy on every day? And we called it footy mania. <laughs> What if we relocated all the teams to an island yes, and we so called it on, had to have NRL, I- NRL I- Island? Like, I know this has been a tough time for everyone, but I feel like it would have been made much easier if NRL Island happened. I agree. I would go up there and through a combination of Woodstock Bourbon and Jack Gibson quotes, I would become the Colonel Kurtz of NRL <laughs> Island. They would send Bungard up the river to kill me. They and would. that is what the samurai call a beautiful death. <laughs> I would enjoy that. Preliminary final this, you dickhead. <laughs> and the last question leans is if your team loses a territory battle by 800 metres, how good would your halves have to be to still win the game? That's a fit. Like, that, would, that, would it, it would, or if, it's like, you know, how bad. If the Tigers had had prime Andrew Johns in that yeah. game, would they still have lost? Probably. Yes. Well, that, that's something that Liam with his precious stats can't answer. Yeah. They were outgained by eight lengths of the field. <laughs> that's many fields. But Mogshin Jadwad or whoever was the ref <laughs> was like ripped him off on the penalty count as yeah. well. <laughs> like, the penalty count wasn't 7-5 to the Panthers. Yeah, banging the extra 3,000 metres on penalties they gained as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, poor old... Uh, that was one of the times poor old Luke Brooks and, Brooks and Benji. You know? I, I do. The Tiger fans are fully leaning into the fact that the refs are against them. That's their new conspiracy thing. How can the, re- how can the refs be against the Panthers and the Tigers at the same Well, this the is the time? thing. Well, this is, my, this is what I said. Like, it's insane to me that, like, like, first of all, obviously the comp is not rigged. But if it were, why would the NL be rigging the comp for Penrith? <laughs> doesn't make any sense. If the NL was rigging the comp, Brisbane would be coming first every year. Like, that's what they would be doing. It would be like... The, it would fat, be, the it would, fat cats, the fat cats out of big They would want the grand final to be like Brisbane and South or Brisbane and Parramatta every year. That's what they would want. Not... Storm. Yeah. Storm. Storm. Yeah. Oh, Roosters. Yeah, well, that's what they want. The Roosters, the, the team with the smallest fan base in Sydney, and the Storm, the team from a city where no one cares about rugby and league. they're keeping the Tigers down. The yes. greater West. Mate, that's the thing. They're trying to build interest in league south of the border. God I'm telling sake. you, brother. It's just so insane. Yeah. It's like A-League fans who believe that the, the, the conspiracy against the Wanderers. Like, interest in the league was at an all-time high when the Wanderers were successful. It's like, why would they want to go away from that? Oh, make any sense. Remember the A-League? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be me. <laughs> okay, over on to Twitter, Dave's back, and he says, question for Campo. Thanks, Dave. What a handsome question. No. <laughs> who is in your dream Toyota Cup back five? Oh, okay, that's fine. Oh, wow, oh. that's a great... Can, I'll, hey, I'll, well, well, I'll, well, I'll, well, I'll open that up to the floor. Well, one is Omar Slime. And I was going to no, say, we, no, number one's all, the fish. We all, we, all, we all pick one. one. We all pick okay. one. So, so I've got mine. Right. Well, I'll, I'll pick two because okay. the question was directed so, to me. But are we saying, do they have to have only been a, a boom rookie in there and then not gone into anywhere else? Or are we including I, good? Either or. Either or. May I start? No, well, I'll start. Okay. My fullback is Hayden Hodge. Okay. Well, you got it wrong already. No, it's well, the fish, no, mate. The no. fish. I have, no, I have selected the fullback, and okay. it is Hayden Hodge. You've selected the fullback? Stand up for him. Well, Hayden Hodge Hayden Hodge played fullback um, for the Raiders in the 2009-10 Holden yeah. Cup seasons. And if I had to like pick, pick, think of a stylistic comparison, it would probably be... He wasn't as good or as good a prospect. Ken Irvine. 
<laughs> but he was a similar he was a similar build to someone like a Tom Trebojevic. He was a big rangy fullback, had all had all of that, had the pace, like the big fan and all that sort of thing, but just got wrecked by a succession of knee injuries that sort of stopped him ever playing first grade. My winger is Gideon Gellomosby. 30, 35 tries in a season. Thanks for coming. Employee. And like he's he's too he's too loose and too crazy to ever succeed in first grade. But he was fast as hell, and in the twenties, that's all that matters. They're my two picks. Yeah. So I've got I've got a center for you, Vi Vi. And I was I thought about Yolene Buddy Gordon, but or I had to go with Ty Lolo Junior Vi Vi. Yeah, Are you ready for some crazy shit? Not about Junior Vi Vi, but about your other boy Kane Morgan. Please. Oh, I was going to say yeah, he's a part of it. So yeah, go on. Kane Morgan has spent the last two. Oh, he's playing, years been playing in your comp, right? Playing rugby for Camden. Yeah. Absolute king. Yeah. Continue. So, Vavai, in his peak season at 09, had, I think, 20 tries, and Kay Morgan, who was his winger, had 26. So, I think Vavai, like, Vavai had a combined, like, 40-something tries slash try assists. Uh, unfortunately, never really worked that for him in first grade, but that is my slam dunk pick. Well, Junior Vavai, the Rock's cousin. That is true. And, I mean, would you rather be a successful NRL player or have a photo with the Rock? Played, played a lot of good footy for the USA Tomahawks. That's true. And some good footy in the Super League, too. Yeah. So yeah. what what more could anyone else? Make? I don't know. So uh, the I want to fight with you about fullbacks because Ben Barber existed, but also Jake Mullaney. Barber won a Dalian. Get it, Jake Mullaney. But you said if it'd be good in NRL, it's fine. That's yeah, why I know. He, that's I why know. he asked you. But I know. The next but one, also, though, Jake Mullaney. Jake Mullaney kept currently playing for Thelmere in Group Six. Three hundred twenty-five points in a season, twenty-nine tries. Mate, that was crazy. That was a that's real. That was points. a really. That was a really good Shouldn't West side as well, man. They had they had um they had Andrew they had the Fafita twins in there. They had, I think they had Simon Dwyer playing in there as well. They had Chris Corby, who was a fabulous dummy half. Yeah. Anyway, come back later for more of Campos yeah. reminiscing about t- under-20 teams from and, a decade and, uh, ago. Yeah, I'll, I'll squeeze in Omar Slymanko because that was just like, that's, I don't know. For me, like, you know, you kind of talk about like NRL nostalgia and things like that. Like, that was kind of peak 20s. As well, that was sort of like those, wor- those Warriors. So I was definitely. I, I mean, yeah, that, well, uh, that 20, 26 side. tries in 23 games in 2011. You know, so so, is, so there was that. Is that ankle? Like, or yeah, yeah. yeah, it looks like looks like a world beater. But but that's like, I don't know. If, for me, like sort of growing, that's like sort of peak. That was peak, like NRL twenties into NRL into Super Saturday, like nine thirty Andy Raymond areas league mm-hmm. lounge kind of all of, all of that bullshit. Like that was just like, NRL tactics. <laughs> NRL tactics. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it, it was a thing. But that's just like, I mean, I miss the twenties. I do. <laughs> Well, like the, the my, my favourites, like Addison Demetrio. I loved Addison Demetrio. Oh, Addison Demetrio. They <laughs> moved talking him about thick kings. Halfway, halfway the through the season, halfway through the season in twenty fifteen, mainly moved him from prop to centre, and he went from an also ran prop to like a statistical god in the centres. Like was running for two hundred metres a game. Mm. One game, I swear to God, he had twenty four tackle busts. Yeah, twenty four tackle bus. Half a season was good enough for him to get nominated for under twenty player of the year. Didn't end up getting it, and I think he's had some uh, dramas since of the legal nature. But yeah. I'll tell you what: you talk about twenties gods, Addison Demetrius. Well, is where does your man Josh Dugan fit into all this? I was going to say Dukes. also no. Demetrius. What Jedos? Yeah, he's at, he's at the Jets for a while there. Too. I think he I think he's there. at Glebe now, actually. But he spent a bit of time at Glebe. Dirty Reds. No, well, Dukes, 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 yeah, Dirty Reds. Dukes was um, Dukes was always going to go next level, but um, yeah, I believed in Dukes very, very much but, with but, all my heart. So my actual nomination, I have a wing left, I believe. 
Wayne Ulugi or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah, The leading yeah, yeah, try yeah. scorer in 20s and history. And also played the most games in 20s. He did too. He's there for like three and or he seven was, years. He was good in first. He only played about seven or eight games in the first yeah. before things happened. Yeah. But he was good in those games. In that mad Sharks-Cowboys semi where the Sharks score, score a try on the seventh tackle, he plays in that game and he scores a length of the field intercept try. He was yeah. a he could have been a very good top grade footballer if it just yeah. things it's had also, worked out a different way. That was the sick way. thing about 20s. Like, you know, as you said, like... There were guys there like, you know, like Dugan that were, you know, always destined for better things. But you could always tell that, you know, there were like your slime ankle types. They were like, this these is guys a... are only going to play yeah, 20s. This is, and, this, and, is, and, this, and is this is it. Like, this is, it. This this is, is it. the like, good time. And Dimitri as well. Yeah, like, you absolutely. Know, was, like, never going to be a first grader, but a world beater in 20s. Connie Hurrell was both. He was a well beater there and um, in first round. Scudder you, as and Licky well. Licky is really good there. Yeah, Nahe Milner Scudder. Yeah, 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 for the future uh, for all the black. doggies. If you put a Tongan jersey on Conrad Hurrell, yeah. mate, he could tackle the speeding train. <laughs> okay, good question. We can talk about That's a great NYC pot. Yeah. NYC pot in the yeah. offseason. I'm spin-off. used to Dave asking... I think it's spin off where we talk about the uh, 2008 to 2011. Pitch, pitch season, this show yeah. to SCN. I'm used <laughs> to Dave asking bad questions, so I was quite excited to get a good question. Good job, Dave. Jack Cronin. Oh, Any late night tempo takes lately? Well. No, no. We, Yo, we shouts to my Raiders Kings just sending yeah. in questions. Okay, this is a you have to read this because that's a camera thing. You're not even a camera man, but that uh, Woodgers. Okay, no, it's uh, Woodgers Video Easy or Camera Milk. Oh, I assume yeah. that I, I didn't see what the handle was, but my boys. RCB Shark says my boys asking about the preferred Canberra sponsor. The number one Canberra sponsor of all time is Canberra Milk. I mean, that's a silly question. That's it. Like, why else? Why else would we say up the milk as we do? Yeah. If if Canberra milk were not the answer, so it would be pretty random if it wasn't the Canberra premier, milk. Isn't it? The premier, the premier sponsor of all time is Canberra milk on the front and Video Easy on the sleeves. Woodges always has a certain amount of nostalgia because of '89 and all that. What is Woodges? Woodges was a Canberra real estate company no, that okay. went bust in the early to mid '90s. But uh, uh, and, and and that's and, and that's the the rarest one is what, they, the, the they, white shirt with the wood with the wood goods. Well, yeah. big big shout outs to Jack Cronin's extremely pissed mate who I met at the prelim and saw again at the grand final, who was wearing that very jersey. There you go. And Came off the bench, made some huge plays. And uh, their current sponsor, the uh, Chinese Communist Party. Huawei. <laughs> yeah. I'm big, big fan. <laughs> I, I, do always love... think, I always think that's big one of those of things. I reckon, I reckon Huawei were like, all right, well, we want to get some soft power stuff into Australia. Like, like what Man City are doing with the oil. With the Qatari well, money, no, they sponsor we'll Capital that. City teams. That's we'll, what we'll, do, we'll, well, hey, um, Man City is Abu Dhabi money. So apologies. Yeah, I said oil money. It's all, yeah, yeah, it's, it's all, still it's oil all money. The same. It's all uh, the there same. was actually a fascinating like A League discussion where it's like the Qatari investment fund actually wanted to get an A League team up and running in Canberra. Never just sp- for that. Just for that. Song never, now. never speak to me about the A League again. <laughs> That's the second time. Canberra, Canberra, A League. He two, won't. He won't ask again. Two, two strikes, brother. <laughs> but. Huawei absolutely thought, oh yeah, this team, they play out of the capital. They've got to be a huge, huge deal. Let's get them. And Canberra was like, yes, give us, give us the Chinese money, brother. And what a shock. It's not just for free phones. (laughs) (laughs) Several league sponsorship deals are for money. Do you (laughs) understand how bartering works? Goods and services. They have tapped Josh Papali's phone. I'll tell you now. (laughs) Wellington is also the capital of New Zealand and they sponsor the Wellington Phoenix. So I'm out. That's three strikes, brother. (laughs) You're out of here, Coleman. (laughs) The biggest tiger says, I love episodes with Campo. Uh, How much better is your experience of recording it when Campo was in Bungard? 
<laughs> Sorry, repeat the last part. How much better is your experience of recording an episode when Campo is on, Bungard? Well, Big T, it's substantially worse because all he does is talk about the 2019 preliminary final, Canberra Raiders 16 defeat South well, Sydney. Have I told you the story about the time that 12 lime green battlers <laughs> We're not the engaging this. Um, in all seriousness, we love having him on. He's obviously, he's obviously always got some great yarns for us and he's a very welcome... Member of the extended universe. Always, always, do, do always, we, always, always love being here. Always love do, being here. Do we have to like get Harry Ramajay in here and just like recount that forty-eight hours? Oh, oh, mate, with his we, shirt off like the other night. cancellation. That's one for the Patreon. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oral, an oral history of, of, the, that of, of when the boys uh, went uh, up to the us territory. Three, oh, Harry Ramaj, Imran Khan, Dale Roots. <laughs> Jack Cronin, get all, get them all, we'll get them on the phone. I think I've said this on the show numerous times. Dead set, one of the best weekends ever. Like, Imran as Khan good as it was gets. there. Imran <laughs> Khan, was my there. mate from school, Imran Khan, big Raiders fan, was there with us. Incredible shit. And then he went on to become Prime Minister of Pakistan. He did. It's so good. And many test runs, many. <laughs> all I'm hearing is Huawei camera, Prime Minister of Pakistan. There's something going on here. <laughs> He's gonna join those. Get guys. Anna on the phone. She'll <laughs> yeah, sort it out. <laughs> pull that up, <laughs> Jamie. Pull that up. <laughs> Ant Farmer says, is this the season of failure the Broncos had to have? No. Just lost that. No. <laughs> just no lost. one ever has to have a season of failure. Yeah. It's loser talk, baby. Hang on, but it's also like in the NRL with the salary cap competition, like there's no way. And exactly. I think you guys have said this before. Like, There's no way that Newcastle should be going through a five-year rebuild. No. Yeah. Like you no. can turn around in a year. You can turn around like in a year. 18 like, months. Yeah. Have- a rebuild should never last longer than a year. No way. That's it. I'm with you. Uh, Butsy says, uh, Butsy says, can we get some NFL takes before the season starts? Um, the Baltimore Ravens are going to go 16-0 and and then win every playoff game by 45 points. Thank you. Cam Newton. I yield my time. MVP. There you go. There's yeah. a take. The, uh, thing, the thing is, the thing is, you might find this hard to believe because I gronk off about Kieran, but I try not to gronk off too much with my league takes. I try to be as reasoned as possible. And then I compensate for that by being as gronked out with my NFL takes as is humanly mm. possible. You know what I'm saying? The candidate of America, the Boston, they do. They're over there, mate. Mate. Isn't it really lucky that... Rangs. Rangs, baby. Can I just say, it's just really... It's unbelievably fortunate that you just completely, by chance, started watching the NFL and chose to support the most successful team. Purely by happenstance. You know what? If I was more more insecure about my Patriots fandom, that would hurt me. You should be. But I'm not, Mm. so it's not. Okay, well, okay. in three years' time, when you're cheering for another team, we'll have this discussion. No, I don't care. Like, No, but I've said this to you before. I've said this to you before. I know that this is as good as it's ever going to get for the Pats. It doesn't matter to me if they go 0-16 for the next 30 years. It's happened, man. I've had the good times. Like, that's it. That's it. Let's be shit. It'll be great. Let's do it. Let's break some losing streaks. We've got all the good records. Let's get some bad ones. <laughs> I like that. Um, Let's do it, baby. We're not seriously going to get through a whole season of NFL, are we? Oh, no, 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 of course no. not. And my take was like, ah, because because if they don't if they don't go to the NFL season, Trump loses the South. Cross yeah. Almighty, they might they, have. The, the, they the, might the have games have, are going to happen. The mate, games are happening. They're about this close to having a second civil war. Like I don't think they're going to make it through a footy and season. And they're going to play all the games because they can't. They this, have this could work out really well for the Ravens. They just decide best regular season record from last year. If, the Super if Bowl. Rob Gronkowski Fantastic. leads a militia, I might join it. There's a take. Do they go from city to city on his party bus? Yeah, you know, if there's a civil war, do you As know, if you yeah. wouldn't want to be a part of that. I definitely would. Well, at least with a party bus, like COVID's probably like the fifth worst thing that you can catch. <laughs> so yeah. that's fine. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the when the civil war happens and then in the Super Bowl pregame show, American Gus School gets up there and says, <laughs> mate versus mate. <laughs> 
It's just a war zone out there, but it doesn't really plague us when it's actually a war. <laughs> Can't wait, like we, Stephen. <laughs> no fear, no hesitation. <laughs> and what about this bloke, Patrick Mahomes? Can't he throw a long ball? I, I can't like he was slinging touchdowns. Now he's slinging bullets into the hearts I of love, his enemies. I can't wait to like that that lunatic that has the Alabama fan show on ESPN. Like people start calling in. Paul the, Feinbaum. The North ain't played no one, Paul. <laughs> yes, state of origin. For and, the, Andy, Andy Reid's a platoon leader. Like, yeah, just sending the Stephen A's out. got some takes. Oh, dude, yeah. St- Stephen A's catching bodies. Like. Yeah, mate. Philip Rivers throwing screen passes in war, mate. You can't throw a grenade to a guy. And <laughs> He's just chucking his kids at people. It's a whole <laughs> thing. Throwing deep, you coward. <laughs> throwing deep, you coward. Philip Rivers is somehow down eight with two minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> Again, throwing grenades. The losses on both sides are immeasurable, but we did manage to measure that Philip Rivers is down eight with two minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm turning pro Tom, <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady gets found guilty of war crimes, but he was framed, fellas. I'm telling you now. <laughs> Mate, the tapes were missing on their own. <laughs> he just stopped on that second phone of his by accident. Tom, anyway. Tom Brady is the most likely to go full sort of Benedict Arnold, isn't he? And just betray the North. No, I, I don't think Tom Brady actually cares about anything except playing football. He just wants to eat. Weird foods in the TB12 method and chuck pigskins. Well, no, because like he doesn't he doesn't know how to talk to people, interact with people. All he wants to do is chuck kiss the footy around. Son. That's it. Kiss his son. Like, kiss his son he has on no the mouth. I- he has kiss, no kiss idea. Kiss his son and throw the ball exactly has, seven yards. He has, he has, all he has no idea. He has no idea that you're not actually meant to kiss your son. <laughs> He's gonna fight for that right though. <laughs> you gotta fight for your right. <laughs> To kiss your kiss son in the mouth. <laughs> Open mouth kissing, sorry. It's a, it's a specific. Anyway, next oh, question. Hell of a player, but my God, what a weirdo. <laughs> what a weirdo. <laughs> this is descended into madness from madness, this podcast. This started with madness, bro. <laughs> we uh, did jo- two serious podcasts. Now there's a silly one. <laughs> in the middle, it's going to be sandwiched in. Uh, John Siaki says, when we are on the road and some two-bit promoter went paid any contract money stipulated in my contract, what player salary will you accept before we trash the venue? Well, I, this is pertinent information because Shark has appointed me as his road manager. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, yeah. So the next time Shark's tour in the States, I'll be there just... I'll, I'll be there demanding too. John Bateman money from uh, <laughs> from these promoters. Yeah, you have a fat there. stogie hanging out of your mouth at all times. Oh, you've got no idea. <laughs> Just dressed up like Don King for some reason. <laughs> oh, mate, I will, I will ruin. Like Shark pissed on on opposite bands merch stands. I will ruin his reputation. That's how hard I'm gonna go, bro. It's gonna be. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, Mad Dog underscore No Space says, "Question for Mitch: What stage of Broncos 2020 fandom are you currently in? In the last three weeks, he's gone from depression to anger to his current state, which is manic. This is his favorite of them all." Um. Surely it's no, no, you're in, no, no, it's euphoria. It, no, 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 Mitch is at bargaining. He's bargaining that the Bulldogs won't win another game. No, that's where he's at. That's correct. But Thank I've you. accepted how shit they've been since like last year. You're somehow hovering between bargaining and acceptance, but that's where you are. I know how shit they are, but I'm well, still bargaining with the spoon. I, 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 I think one of the big things with you, Mitch, is you're a genius. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, uh, next question. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, like we, we've been saying for a few weeks, you're like, you know, the results don't matter. I just want, like, Dean and a few of them boys to get in there and get some minutes and all that. But, like, 
you really, I know you don't, but you really, really don't want him to get the spoon. I, don't, I want to win. Like a, you know what I mean? Like that's one of those last irrational fan things in you. Because yeah, it like, is. really, it doesn't matter if you finish 15th or 16th because you're both shit anyway, right? But like, that's like that last little bit of you. So I'm with Bungard. I think you're at bargaining. Yeah, I'm still, I, I don't want to, like, I know. I've been cheering them for them to lose all season until about three weeks ago. I'm like, yeah. fuck, we need a win. Like, I don't want to get the spoon. <laughs> and then like, yeah, we'll see. But, uh, I've been in acceptance with our shit they are since, like, pretty much didn't say pun and Wayne of how wrong that whole process was. So anyone who's listened to any of the podcasts and one know that. But I'm definitely, um, what, bro- you, you called me, Campo, with the, with the Pangai news. When that happened, you called me. No, well, no, what happened was, is I texted you saying Pangai's So I called you. And Mitch called me, and... I thought I'm, you'd been... Like, like, people don't get hacked. I thought you'd been hacked or something. Yeah, but Mitch, 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 Mitch called me and for probably the first time since I'd known you, you, like, you sounded like actually rattled. Like, I, was. I answered the phone. I said, hello, Nick speaking. And you just said, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> like, my my boy, my boy, I've never, ever heard. I've never heard my boy as uncertain as he was I didn't at that time. say anything. Like, I just, I didn't know what to... Like, because I always talk so much. But I didn't say anything. Like, I didn't know what to say. And then when I got off the phone, I yelled, for fuck's sake. And that's when Anna then told me she had Broncos anxiety. Because <laughs> oh, she came in the room and she's like, what do you yell at? And I'm like, oh, the, the fuckwits have got rid of my, my other favourite player after Fafita. And, do we and need then, to poison and, anyone? And the, yeah, are you cut well. it out with the poison, you fucking... <laughs> yeah, but you are making a big mistake. There are other ways to get what are you, you worried want without that you might, you might drive Anna into the arms of another team? She's she she trying to drive me into the arms of another team, which we've been trying to, but she was saying, like, she put it simply, she says, the Broncos make you sad, and when you're sad, I'm sad. You know what? You know what? I'm interested in Wayne Bennett's current team. Well, no, I'm going to call up a few Raiders notables. We're going to send her a jersey. <laughs> well, she's already worn one. Huawei, baby. Huawei. Huawei. She's familiar with Huawei. but all across that. But yeah, she she likes the storm in their jersey, so you know who knows. Anyway, next question comes from. She big Ian Rubin fan. Oh, she'd have to be. She'd have to be. <laughs> uh, Ryan uh, Gilby underscore Gillard says, Campo, can you please give us all a thorough rundown of your experience last year at the Premier Final? No, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. As you said, it, it's no. a, it's a separate podcast. Is it <laughs> okay? Elbido. It was a, it was a it was a wonderful couple of days. Uh, he says, out of the storms. Two mini Kool-Aid men, Olam and Brandon Smith. Who would you least like to tackle and why? Olam. Definitely Olam. Olam. Olam, he's... Smith, like, Smith is a, a hard man, and he's kind of crazy too. Olam is something else. Olam is something else, man. Up in the highlands, they breed him different, I'm telling you. <laughs> Bro, he'll break he you. He'll break you. Kill uh, underscore hello, I just sent in Tom Starling in all caps, and also a... Visual question. How good is this hat? I'll confirm this hat is good. Just a look at the hat. It's a good hat. You, you'd wear that hat. That's a, that is a good hat. That is a good hat. I, Bones has a similar hat, bro. I've seen that. I've seen it. I think I've answered like four Tom Starling questions or anecdotes since yeah. like in this batch of, in this batch of pods. So. so I think we're good with Yeah, bro, we're good. We're good. We're all right. Uh, Don Buddy Miller. Does anyone know what Brody Croft did in the juniors to ever get a, him a storm contract in the first place, let alone be picked in the squad? Yeah, oh, well, yeah, give it. Yeah, 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 can't. Yeah, 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 no, yeah no, give it. If, if, if we're being real about it, like Brody Croft runs the ball well mm-hmm. and all that, and he's he, fast, and he's far. He, he set and he says all the right things. Like I've no doubt that Brody Croft is like a good trainer and mm-hmm. a good fella to have around a team and all that, and that goes a long way, especially when you're a young fella trying to make your mark. Yeah, but. There comes a point where talent matters, and I think Croft has gotten 
to that point. Like, yeah, I mean, he played in that team that uh, uh Churchy team in Queensland in 2014, and he was in that he team. He was on the wing, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, Kalen Pong is at fullback. Yeah, Mac Mason, I think, is at at ten. Yeah, so well, I think Mac, Mac, Mac Mason playing now for the the Reds. The, oh, I was going to say one of them. I, I couldn't. So. Uh, Jaden Shaw is in that team. Parisi was in that team. Like. That stuff counts as well. When you play one of those teams, you get looked at. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I don't know how... The Storm... I still think the Storm thought they worked on Cooper from an outside back into a half or whatever. Well, that they was saw tools with Cronk. That was an interesting work, point that you made. I think it was on last week's show mm. that they thought they could go out and do it again. Yeah. But I... And I, I don't doubt that Croft is a hard worker or anything like that, but he just... He hasn't been able to develop the skill set the same, way, the same way that Croft did. Uh, sorry, the same way yeah. that Cronk did. Yeah. Okay, anyway, next question, Butsy. How do the Tigers get out of this hole that is being the Tigers? Sign better players. Right. Be smarter. Like, I know that sounds reductive. Yeah. But, like, just be smarter. Just sign better guys. Make better decisions. Yes. Like, that, that, that's what they've got to do. You know what I mean? Like, but, but it's like you had that same discussion with the Bulldogs as well, where it's like, you know, you can't... You, know, you need to work out what your weaknesses are. Yeah. And sign better players in those positions rather than just like you know fl- flinging whatever money at wh- whichever player is available it's like yeah they're an upgrade on what you get but it doesn't mean for team chemistry or anything mm. like that oh, I, it's I, not going to make you a better team no it won't I, I think the Tigers are still suffering the fallout of the Moses Tedesco stuff yeah and you know I, what I mean and they made like the if, they'd kept, if they'd kept either one of them they're probably a finals team this year I think the problem like, they made with, um, with Packer and Reynolds too is they signed off-field attributes, which never really works out. They sign Reynolds because he's a good clubman, pretty much. Yeah, and it, it's it's all right if you've got one guy that's like yeah. that, but two guys that are like that. And they and the thing is, they they um they had Madel- like they signed Madalino as well, yeah. and that didn't work out. And it's just well, a different question, but I think be, it relates to that sp- one. I, I know, it's silly, but just be smarter. Yeah, just be smarter. Yeah, but it's, it's like Reynolds as a clubman is like your third half. For mate, a Reynolds, couple of hunch, mate Reynolds. Year, like Reynolds, he's not, Reynolds is in his third year at the club. He's played less than thirty games. Yeah, like it's just like you know, it's, it's and good, I, it's and, good and, to have him around. And but not for your that boy, money. Your boy is the biggest Josh Reynolds man that there is. Mm. But it's just, uh, it's just, it just can't be that. Next way, question kind of ties into the last one. Chana says, assuming Penrith can't re-sign James Tamo this off-season and he wants to stay in Sydney, which Sydney club should be on the phone asap? Well, see. West West yes, would West would feel like a natural thing because I feel like Tamo has really blossomed as a leader this year, mm. and it was something that I was I I I never really picked that as being a part of his game. But if you talk to any of the young Penrith boys this year, they all say, "Oh yeah, Jimmy is a huge part of what we're doing. Like his leadership is a huge huge part of why we are where we are." And you know, I think he's thirty one. Or thirty-two, yeah. So maybe it'd only be like maybe a two-year deal. Don't give you more than two, anybody. Like, and again, yeah. and again, you run that risk of him falling off a cliff. But I don't think Tamo's going to, based on what he's done these last couple of years at Penrith, because like, he had a massive career crossroads because there was that one season in Penrith where he was middling. Oh mate, and those, it, it could have gone one or two he, so ways. Signed, it was either I, I'm pretty he gets sure to where he's now, or he was just like. Aiden Tolman. I'm pretty sure he signed a four-year deal with Penrith. And those first two years, he was not flash by by any means. But last year, he was quite good. And then this year, he's been fabulous, you know? And I think he has really sort of found his niche as a a professional and as a leader. I think he'd be really great for West. I wouldn't mind him for Saints either. Yeah. And even, even, even for maybe for Canterbury. Like just as like a yeah, and I'm with you on that too. A you know place I mean? like just Aiden just Tolman almost there. almost as a bridge. Like 
I think Tolman gives them a lot of that stuff off the field, but on the field, it's just not as... Yeah. It's like it's just not quite there. Okay, last few questions. The Sportress asks Hudson Young or Harry Nara to fill Bateman's spot next Harry year. Harry Easy. And then Tapane, is he finally doing it? Yeah, he's doing it. But he's a middle, he's not an edge. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, uh, Renegade Dugong's asked who makes a better winger, Josh Papali or Jared Croker? What a great question. <laughs> For a he gets, he gets some real. Uh, no, no, I got it. I got it. No, I got a good uh, run. Areas I got a good run. I had a heap. I had, heap I had heap of me Raiders boys giving me softballs. I should have knew. I should have known the curve was coming. <laughs> it was, and I'm not swinging at that. Yeah. Jack Cronin says Luke Brooks is like that Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory. He died in 2019 off season and was replaced by I'm a lookalike. Hundred percent in. Definitely. Well, you love the Avril Lavigne conspiracy theory. Yeah, you believe true. in that shit. Yeah. Only an idiot would not believe it. So. Uh, speaking of conspiracy theories, I stumbled upon one today. Uh, as is it the refs about... are cheats? No, no, no. So, uh, it's the it, Tigers' it, numbers for you. <laughs> this, this is going to sound uh, really terrible. Who, who was old mate who uh, just recently passed away? Um, Black Panther. Well, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. Thank like, you. Literally uh, uh, yesterday. So, uh, yeah, oh, here, yeah, we yeah. here we go. No, this is well. There, but there I don't was, know where this is going, but I don't in a, like in it. A, in a tweet comparing the two, uh, somebody put out as like a same situation with Avicii. Now, I didn't realise that Avicii's death was a conspiracy theory. Apparently, like, people are peddling the idea that he's just, like, chilling back in, like, Madagascar. I mean, their cultural influences are the same. Avicii and Chadwick Boseman. I mean, mean, he was good, but he didn't write The Nights, did he? Right? So, like, as good as as Black Panther was. Big up, stupid. (laughs) So, what's going on? There's a conspiracy theory they're both not dead. Is that what you're saying? I don't think... Is Coleman ever Um, ever going to be on the show again? I don't don't think so. No, but apparently... This doesn't represent what we are. Conspiracy theory is apparently Avicii's not dead, or I've learned about that today. Okay. It's the same as the Tupac thing, right? People believe he's alive and hidden somewhere. It's just weird. It doesn't make any sense. Sure. It's bizarre. I don't like uh, it. Eels TCT says, asked 250 words on Phil Gould's current value to the NRL. Well, that's too many words. And I'm fond of that. So there's a lot of... How many words were his like pre-match <laughs> origin things? Like no 7, fear, 000. no take fear, no hesitation. Take the first two hundred and fifty. No fear, no hesitation. Those were his two. Those were his two tenants. Yeah, be okay. done with it. Uh, Sam Kusher, as a Sharks fan with no gallon anymore, and Fafita Crocked, are we almost back to becoming everyone's second favorite team yes. now, like they were in Nick Graham period? <laughs> the Nick Graham period. That is a great shout from whoever said that. Phil Bailey, things Sam of that Kusher. nature. Phil ba- <laughs> Chris, Chris Beatty. Chris Beatty, mate, Phil Bailey. A little bit of Dean Treister. Why not? Just, just a little bit for the yeah. fellas. Like, for the real fans. Yeah. Nah, bro, they're getting, bit, a, getting, nah, a bunch the, of, the, getting a bunch of jets in there. The, makes um, them a lot the, more the, likely. The, 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 the Pepsi jersey era Sharks, everyone yes. liked those guys. And you may be getting back there. Because, like, right now, everyone loves watching them play. Are we about Talakai. to get to our third Russell Richardson mention of this episode of the pod? Because uh, that's incredible we're, we're floating. We're floating close to it. RR, baby. Okay, Sione the Sasa man. Two questions Guitar. left. Handsome Toby Rudolph. <laughs> William the King Kennedy. <laughs> Raiden, tr- tricky Trindle. Things, things of that, of that nature. nature. Things of that nature. Okay, uh, Ben's Quag says Has Campo considered campaigning for Menangle to count as country so James Tedesco can wear the city, sorry, the country origin instead of city? It tears me up inside that Teddy played for City and not country. Well, this is a famous argument between you two where so the country starts. So that's interesting, Mitch, because he <laughs> constantly says that him and Tedesco are from the same place. I, you, excuse me. 
You may have your. Time. Have you ever been to Menangle? <laughs> That's interesting. Have though. you ever been to Menangle? I just like to. Read have the you point. ever been to Menangle? Yes, of course I have. Okay, you'll then you'll know. There's more paddocks than people. That's interesting bro. though, because like, <laughs> I like that. Is, that, is that where the city country starts? Hey, where, I like it. When have you Stop. been to Menangle? Apart from what you went to the trots? Is that, that, is, that is the only thing at Menangle. Menangle is a corner store and the trots, so I think and it's, that's it's, it. I think it's just interesting that Nick loves telling people that James Tedesco is from the same place as him. But he also loves arguing with me that he's from the country. But here we are no. with, and, and with this player other, who is from the same other, place other as him. Another great point we've got to bring up here that he bought the only ever country jersey produced. Had the That's city, the greatest city, jersey that exists, The city though. name's printed on that it. Is, I, I love that jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when you brought, you bought it. I'm standing in front of you and I'm like... We were at, we were at your house. We're at Because we're at, we're at, I noticed yeah. it because I was like, why is Nathan Merritt's name on this jersey? No, but Pung, is, here's, the th- here's the thing. So James Tedesco's junior club is Camden, right? Mm, and Bo Scott's, Bo Scott's junior club is Picton. Same group. Same group. That's both, weird though because you're both from group Camden. Six, both group six. I am from Camden. Thanks for telling me, bro. But same group, but Bo Scott played for country and James Sesco played for city. It's weird. Yeah. I'll never well, know. That's, I will that's never know because why it one happens. of the towns is in yeah. the city. And the <laughs> other one is, in, is the in the country. I will kick the shit I, out of English. <laughs> Mate, we're not... I, I, we're, I mean, surely we're just basing this on the city rail train map, right? If you if you need to go to the inner oh, city well, train we're on map... Oh, a country map, rail. Then <laughs> it's like Menangle. Country is, link. Country uh, link, bro. Newcastle's on that map. <laughs> no, but it's like Menangle's country. Mate, the city rail trains go to Gosford, which is very much not the city. So, I don't know. But the point is, James Sesco, Camden, Nick Camden, Camden. James Sesco played for City Origin. Nick Camden is from the city. Thank you. <laughs> Next question. Do you really think I'm from the city? Like, do you really think They've that? always called you Big City Camden. <laughs> that's what they call you. They call you Old City that's Slick. A good, that's a good nickname. Big, big City. I've got to change your branding. Mate, <laughs> big big city. City. hang on. City Slick Nick is strong. City Slick Nick's city good. Slick Nick. City Slick Nick. <laughs> city Slick Nick is good. He's in there. Okay, last question. Harvey G says, is the best argument in favour of publishing player salaries the fact it would allow loose units on Twitter to do proper salary matching when drawing up NBA trade machine style? Absolutely, yes. Wow. 100%. Yes. That is the best thing that can come out of it. I mean, the second best is people can stop like theorising about teams cheating the cap. But definitely the best is lunatics making trades. What if I just <laughs> trade Darius Boyd for the four best young players in the comp? The salaries match. <laughs> Won't think? somebody please think of the lunatics? <laughs> okay, anyway, that's it. That's a question. I don't think we do enough to appease the lunatics in this game. <laughs> really. Too much people pleasing, to be honest. I agree with that. <laughs> All right, well, we've come to the end of another podcast. Thank you very much to Matt Coleman for coming on. Yes. Thank, thank you very you. much, Nick Camp, for coming on. Uh, say goodbye, fellas. Thanks, Cobb. Thanks, mate. Uh, say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me.